Reaction. Welcome back to another but long overdue podcast episode. Rip through it. Exclusive insight. Active AK. Welcome back, Sean Tobin. It's been what seven, eight weeks. It's been about that. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a minute. We haven't we haven't even Goodness had a chance gracious. to chat over the uh, over the eight weeks as well. It's been a long time. I've been a bit AWOL. I've been, we've been trying to get it going, but yeah, schedules conflicts. Been away. I've been here. I've been. I've been away, you've been here. Like it's, it's, the text is, yeah. the text hasn't been great, let's be honest. Like, oh, are you here next week? Yep. Yeah. On Tuesday. No, nah, I'm busy. Okay, yeah. like, okay, well, don't worry about it. We're but, but we're here. We're we here. are here. We're here, yeah, we're yeah. back, we're running it back, season two. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. This, are we gonna is this gonna be season two or are we gonna wait till next year to season two? Well, this is the extended edition then. This okay. Is the this could be edition. a pre prelog, like later down the track. Yeah. But still like well, I don't know what episode I'm gonna put on that on the screen, but we are back in the OG room where it all started. This is it, man. This is this is bringing back some pretty <laughs> nice memories. I'll tell you. A little bit's changed. We've got a new setup. Got some TV there. Um, using Telstra's money very well, so it's all it was yes. all looking good. But how you been, mate? Run me through what you've been up to in the past month, two months, I'd say. Yeah, so it's been about eight weeks. It's been about eight weeks since we had a chance to actually catch up and and, and chat and um, exclusive insights. Still, obviously, you know, taking up a lot doing of our thing. time. Doing our thing. We're doing a, an event with the Little Master next week, Gary Ablett. So tickets are on sale. Make sure you get along I to the Crown in that. Melbourne There's next some, week. You've got a few guests there. I was just, I was skimming through. I was trying to hopefully see my name pop up without being told, but it wasn't on there. So I was a little bit flat about that. Well, you, might, you might actually be a host in for one of the future shows or actually yeah. have your own show. Yeah. So we we got we to gotta keep chatting about yeah. what that looks like. But uh, yeah, no, we're doing a night with a little master with Gary next week. So that's a Crown Melbourne, Friday yeah. uh, and Saturday, November 5th. 16th and 16th at Crown Melbourne. So yep. tickets available. Still make sure you, you, you jump on board. And where, do you, um, where do you go for that? Uh, Ticketmaster.com.au. Ticketmaster.com.au. Uh, Type in Gary Ablett. Uh, it it looks pretty good. Um, you've also done a thing, Active Vacay. I saw that you did like a weak little boot camp type scenario. Yeah, so we're, we're in the fitness retreat game now, Mitch. We're, uh, <laughs> Look at, he's got a fresh haircut and he's been doing active vacations. I'm a, I'm a new man, mate. I'm yeah, a new yeah. man. All that yoga and fitness that yeah. we've been jumping into. So yeah, no, active vacay. Get on Instagram, active yeah, vacay. I saw that. Uh, we, we just hosted a fitness and wellness retreat on the Gold Coast. So we've got a lot of elite athletes that are putting their hand up to host their own vacays. Yep. So uh, yeah, myself and Gary are kind of facilitating that. You're going to do one next year, of yeah, course. We're, we we're, we're, we're talking through I that. I missed my invite uh, yet again, so I don't know what's going on. I'm with this bloody postman. Yeah, no, no. Well, we're, we're, we're chatting. We've got we to chase that I'll up, f- actually. We've got to chase that, that up. No, but, you know, we're, we're going to look at doing something. And then even Sally Pearson and, and Stevie J actually came aboard. And, and Shout out Sally Pearson. And, and did some Avid listener. Well. Stevie J, I don't think he really listens to the podcast, but... Nah, no, no, no. No, he doesn't miss an episode. He's, nah, he's, does, he does. <laughs> Remember? He, no, yeah, he's, oh, that's right, that's right. He's doesn't, miss, doesn't, that, that doesn't miss a knot on the beers, I'll tell you, man. No, nah, absolutely. So, no, they were both good value. And then uh, I suppose we're, we've actually supported Michael Zarafa, uh, uh, yeah. Australia's number one uh, pound for Big fight coming boxer up. Boxer in the world, yeah. Fighting Jeff Horn. So, we did the press conference last week. And, I was going to say, uh, who are you going to back? But obviously, you know who you're going to go for. Yeah. I mean, Jeff's actually a great dude. I mean, obviously, he's a Queenslander and, and Queenslanders support Queenslanders. But unfortunately, on uh, December 18th, Suncorp yep. Stadium, we're going to be in Michael's Corner and we're looking forward to what promises to be a good middleweight on the boxing Barry Hall and Paul Gallon just quickly oh man thoughts have you seen Barry lately man I saw mate he's a monster eh? I don't know what Paul's done man I he's, he's I don't know like I'm not getting in the room with Barry I'm pretty sure he's got a good chin Paul Gallon but Jesus he looks like he hits hard oh Bazza. mate I wouldn't want to be anywhere near probably get him. Brent Staker on the phone but he's a he's a he's a big dude man he he, and he's looking punch. fit and man. he's an amateur boxer so he's um got a little bit of background but pro fights is a whole new level yeah, it should it should be a really interesting one. The promo for it's been pretty yeah. good. There's a couple um, couple of boys in that card, the Maloney brothers. That I actually shout out to those fellas. They um I did a little bit of training with them. They're they're on the card. I think they're going for a couple of belts. So 
Good luck to them, but uh, but yeah, you can ask me about my break. Well, I'm about to because you went to my hometown, <laughs> mate. You went to oh, D Town. Uh, we went to D Town. I keep forgetting you're from there. I should have put, <laughs> should have got some um, contacts for some nightclubs yeah. and stuff off. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure Mindle Beach Markets yeah, would have got nah, a good run. Emma, Emma took me there a couple of times. I've, I'm a I'm a local pretty much. I've been going there since 2011. Um, Joey Anderson used to play with him at Colton, and he's from there. So yeah, went up there for two weeks. Went um went and cleansed my soul, I guess. Went fishing and shooting. Went out bush for a few days and stuff and. Um, that was a good time. Uh, so I got there for a couple of weeks and uh, I thought I'd better get back just to get set, you know, a bit of normality and a bit of um, real life training. I was, I was training with the Buffaloes up there, getting some fitness in and stuff. So uh, it was good. The the TIO Stadium, the Michael Long Learning Centre, I did my waist there. Shout out to them. Thanks for letting me go to that gym. Um, that was a good little time. But yeah, I, went, I pretty much went everywhere since grand final. I went down to the grand final appearance week, Brownlow, all that stuff. And then Took off to Ellie Beach um, with Emma for four days, palm the kids off to mum. Nice. She came up here and looked after them for a few days and we got away, so that was really nice, and then took off to Darwin. So it's good to be back, good to be back getting uh, getting some routine, get the schedule down. Um, Went and trained on Monday with the boys. Had about 15 of us running on the Monday at uh, Cooparoo, so... Everyone's looking pretty fit and ready to go. So yeah, it's been a good break, but I still got I'm, I still got four weeks, man. I'm, I'm not back till second December. Yeah, so so you're doing the reverse from all the other news articles that are happening yeah. around the elite elite boys training back yeah, again. Yeah, I saw that. It's a bit, <laughs> bit wanky, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I I go back usually early with the young ones too. So if you want to get the cameras ready on uh, November 18th and the young boys go back, I'll be there and it's, you know my 12th preseason or whatever. Absolutely, and then score the extra week off somewhere. Yeah, else and then go, the go somewhere and then I'll be like, oh boys, I'm not going to go to the club. I'm just going to, after training, I'm just going to go home and sit down and chill. Yeah, Sucked in, but no, it's, it's weird starting a bit later. Like obviously we played um, um, finals, so we get to come back two weeks later than usual, but yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit weird, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. We come back, got three weeks of training, then we go down to, we got Chrissy break and then we got the Tassie camp. So it's, it won't be too... Too vigorous, really. Like you've got like a lot of um, dot points you can kind of get to and then go from there. What, what are your thoughts on the preseason length? Because oh, I've always said... Play, yeah. Players always going to say it's too long, but... Well, I mean, Hawthorne kept starting later than everyone else and was doing just fine during the premiership year. Exactly. So I, I, I've never understood why... It's just interesting hearing you say that now. I yeah. mean, it, you know, starting two weeks later, you feel and look a lot more fresher than probably oh, what I, you have in I look like I'm pregnant. I'm glowing at the moment. Like Mate, I feel fresh and ready to go. <laughs> But every AFL player, like, they always get a bit wiggy in the in the off-season. Like, have they done enough? Like, everyone gets sent out um, programs, weights programs, or off-leg sessions and stuff that we have to do. So, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I've got running programs. And then Tuesday, Thursday, I'll, I'll do weights. So, I'm still doing something every day just to get ready. And you see blokes like, um, I think it's Travis Boak and a few of those um, Port Adelaide boys that are over there in, uh, I think, maybe California doing stuff mm. at the Red Bull headquarters. No, shout out Red Bull. I don't even yeah. like you guys, but... Actually, I do like you. I do like you. If you want to send some shit to me, um, they're all they're all. Everyone's doing like different kind of trainings and stuff, and to yeah. what what goes to their program. But um, everyone's doing something different and trying to get like that little upper hand on the group. But getting back later for me is good because you get actually mentally refreshed. And as I say, I'm like they split up the preseason. It used to be like six weeks till Christmas, mm. one week off, then you're back into January. Now, teams coming back um, like mid to late November, train hard for a few weeks, um, do your time trials and all that jazz. And then you got Christmas. We got two weeks of Christmas now, so we actually get time yeah. to spend with the family where you're from. Yeah. Um. And then we're back in January, and then we got like a week, and then training camp. So it's pretty much like it, you got so many points in the process you can get to, and you can kind of like train harder because you know you're going to get to that spot, and then you have a kind of a breather. Like, then we got four day break for um, you know, uh, what is it, Australia Day weekend. Yeah. And then we're in the game, so it's pretty crazy. Uh, it's it's getting better with age because you used to be just you get flogged for like. 12 to 14 weeks straight. Mm. And then it's like, yeah, the games are on now. Yeah. But March looks so far away. Yeah. I, I just remember, you know, when I was at the Gold Coast, I mean, you just, 
you just go. This this preseason oh, gets longer. In the longer. heat up here, the oh, hu- humidity. Mate. If it rains at all that morning of or the night before, you just you're oh, dying. Yeah, like, it's, it's horrible. But now nah, looking forward to it. Um, we got a, a few new inclusions. So. We had yes. the trade period. Did you see much going on in the trade period? I was no? following it. Yeah, well, I was like sort of following because it wasn't much really happened. Nothing happened to the last day. No, and, and nothing's changed. I mean, that, that's that's it's always been, been, how, been it, how it's played out. But I did like trade radio. I liked trade radio. I yeah. thought. Um, and who runs that ship? Uh, Craig Hutchinson and, oh, and and Croc Media. I mean, they do a fantastic job. And 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 you know, all the guys that were actually as part of the the show did a really good job. I mean, yeah, yeah. not that we. Competitors by no means, but they did a fantastic job. Like they were, you want to pick us up? Come, yeah, absolutely. We're, 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 the doors open. <laughs> that door's shut, but the downstairs doors open. <laughs> yeah, downstairs doors always open. Uh, but no, they did a fantastic job. And and like the trade period, I mean, we'll we'll just explain this before. It wasn't as exciting as no, previous years. I no, felt not really. Um, well, yeah, it was a bit bland. But like, you we, knew all the deals knew that were going. The moves that were going to happen were already going to happen. Probably the biggest one was like the Tim Kelly then. The fairy tale story with Eddie Betts going back to Colton and stuff mm. like we, the writing was on the wall. It was probably going to happen then. Um, I don't know. I was just I just I didn't really because I was at like fishing and stuff. So I'd come back later in the afternoon and be like, oh, nothing's happened again. Yeah. I think it was one day when I went on a snorkeling trip with Emma, uh, and then like there was about five to six deals got done on that day, and I was like, what the fuck? Like I've I haven't I've been checking my phone every day, and nothing happened. Don't have my phone one day, everything happens. So yeah, there's yeah. a couple ones that I was a bit like, oh, that's not great. Like the Danaher. The Fantasia one, how like yeah. they kind of did a backflip. Um, might have been a couple others, but um, well, well, was the, it the Martin one that didn't get done. So. Yeah, and like oh, I mean, the, I can't wait to see Jack Martin play in twenty twenty because well, wherever he's going to play. Well, do uh, you, yeah, okay. On that, like, so he, so I, from what I know, I saw Tiggy was like, oh, you know, he's left, lost his passion for the game. Um, mm. Does that all come from like just the Gold Coast circumstances, or do you reckon he's I just fell out of love? With, I love with the game because you've you've been at Gold Coast for what five six years. Yeah, you would have known him pretty well. Like he's a star. Like he is genuine, such genuine a star. star. Oh my so how's he just going to go like, through delisted free agency? Like oh, if, if they get, get him picked him up for the nothing, like stand up and applaud because yeah, the guy is a star, mate. Like I, I, I'm not buying into any of the talk that oh he's unproven talent. He doesn't have the potential. Like he's had to play. He hasn't played the same position. I would say for more yeah, than six thrown weeks. Around, eh? He gets thrown around because he's so flexible. Um, you know. If he has a position that he can lock down and 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 play consistent football, what's his best position? I, I, I would I would have him as a as a high half forward. Yeah, um, I think he can cover the ground. I think he would like to play mid, but given his size and frame, yeah, um, it, I think he's protect him a bit. He's he's, he's pretty. He has shoulders. I doesn't get shoulders. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, but he's such a good talent. Like yeah. he, I, I remember watching him at seventeen, and yeah. Campbell Brown came off the training track and said he's the best seventeen year old kid I've ever seen. Like the guy was just—he's always been such a talent. Yeah, he's just never had you the right tap into him, get it out of him. Yeah, I think that's been the case, and, and he's at the point now where I think fresh he can get scenery that. And stuff that does wonders for people too. Um, yeah, as I know, like you get at a club for so long, and you get you know, just so repetitive in the environment you're in, you just want to change. So, fuck if he gets there for free. If I was Gold Coast, I'd play hardball. I'd just like saying, no, nah, I'm picking you back up. Has he got one year yeah. in his contract? I think no, no, he's uncontracted. Nothing. No, he's uncontracted. No, he's so would, you, would you pick him up as <laughs> in the draft? If you're Gold Coast, I'd love to see it because it's never I think it'd be, yeah. I, I reckon I like think, I reckon us Queensland clubs and interstate clubs they need to put a foot down. Like yeah, no offense to Jack Martin, but like yeah. so there's two 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 trains of thought here for me. Selfishly, I'd be I'd be, be flat ass if, if yeah. like the club picked me back up after I done yeah. all that wanted to leave. Yeah. Um. On the flip side, you need to, you need to have a you know put your foot down. When yeah. do when do you do that? Well, as a club, like you just say fuck. I'm not going to keep giving up all our good players. Like it's a yeah. trend. 
get a good player in, have him for a few years, um, get some out of him, like potential, everyone knows that, and then what have they been getting for him back? Yeah. There's three players in the Richmond team in the grand final. Yeah, and that's... From Gold Coast. Yeah, and I think there was one that's passage. That's what I mean. Like, I think stop. there was one passage, it was Caddy to Dion to Lynch. Yeah, and I was exactly. Thinking, it's like, imagine well, I've seen this Gold before. Coast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I just, uh, if I was yeah. Gold Coast, like, I'd I'd pick him back up, just purely from yeah. a business idea. Like, I'd yeah. say, nah, it's not happening. Selfishly, I'd still love to be able to go and see Jack play every week. Yeah, um, yeah. But at the same time, it's a players league. Yeah, so, it is right. So, we do have more power than we should, but at the same time, they can, you know... Like clubs can kind of bend you over. I don't know if I can say that, but they can they can put you uh, if they know where your back's against the wall, they can kind of call the shots. Yeah. <clears throat> so it just depends on where you're at in your career, really. I think yeah, it's an interesting one. It's I, rare I, that I'm, I reckon yeah. I reckon if you're the, the top bracket, there's not many players on top bracket who can call the shots. Yeah. With like, and we saw Danaher situation. Oh yeah. We talk about that. Like, yeah. he's probably one of the you know best players of the club, probably one of the highest paid players of the club, and he you know. All reports saying he wanted to leave, go to Sydney. I don't know if Sydney were even chasing him that hard because yeah. I think Essendon wanted like Heaney and a couple other good players, like top of the list players. Yeah. Even the Papley situation, like he didn't it, get there. It was, it was such a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, Carlton was so right in the thick of it yeah. with Jack and yeah. Tom and yeah. um, Joe. And then, well, really, like they were connected in some parts with Joe because yeah. of the Papley deal. And we don't know what actually goes on behind the closed doors. Like they mm. would they would have had meetings. I've heard a few things that like – both both parties come to the cafes and have lunch and then have talk about it. They can literally rock up for five minutes and they give them a deal and they say no and they walk out. Yeah, like it yeah. can be like that, like that quick. Yeah. So I've heard that like that's happened with, um, like it's happened with Essendon. Yeah, like they've they've met up, nothing happened, they're just gone. It's like yeah. So like it's it's like it's like that. Like if one party doesn't want it or if they don't actually don't, don't chase it as hard as they want, you can tell teams who want a player. Yeah, oh, you can absolutely. tell because I'll yeah. throw the kitchen sink at them. And, so and, it didn't feel like didn't feel like you. that. It felt like it was all coming from. Um, Denneher's party Yeah and I think That's what made things A little bit more yeah. um, Intriguing Because I don't think His management company Again And want to be really careful On, on how we <coughs> comment on this yeah. But I don't think His management company uh, We're probably expecting To have that Type of a mm. trade period With Joe But yeah. Um, yeah He's such a talent too And and again Like I know There's circumstances For lifestyle reasons Why yeah, he's yeah. seeking A move outside of Victoria um, And I, I suppose You know You would know this as well Being in a, a Non-AFL traditional market Yeah it does make it easier at times being up in Queensland. Oh, yeah, of course it does. Like switching off from footy, like, and Danaher's a pretty big name in Melbourne. So yeah. he's like, you know, he's been injured for a couple of years now. So he would have been a, a, probably under that, not the pressure, but trying to get back, trying to play mm. and trying to perform for his teammates and get and get his, I think it was lower limb. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. His leg or something, trying to get that right. And um, fresh scene would be amazing for him. And obviously Danaher, <coughs> Danaher's name is massive at Essendon. So a little bit of pressure off the back, I think. But if he wanted a lifestyle change and he, we went for it, like I don't blame him going for it, but it's, it's hard if you, the, your party's going to come out and say, yeah, we want this trade, we want to get out of you know, Essendon and go there, and then for it to not happen, it's like, oh. Yeah. And you see like the reports, like, oh, the players are already welcoming back with open arms. That's what they've got to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, I'd yeah. be like, I haven't really seen it or been at a club when that's happened. Like we had the beam thing and that mm. came out, but then he got done. So mm. like... If he come back, I would have been like, "Yeah, you know, I try to go home. Who cares? Like, get on with the job. Like, yeah. you want you want your best players to feel comfortable, especially Danaher's like the key forward. You want him to feel comfortable when he comes back. Yeah, there would have been some inside chat saying, "Don't hold any grudges, just get on with the job." But probably deep down, I'd be like, "Yeah, you want to go away. You want to go away." I've never seen a situation like it before because it wasn't as if he though he wanted to move to another Victorian club. I mean, he wanted That's to leave I mean, yeah. Victoria. Like yeah, it was, yeah. so it's not like he would no try to- No grudges like, oh, yeah. I want to go to, you know, go to Collingwood and win yeah. more games and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so like, you got to put it into context a little bit. I mean, I, I've always said it is a players league. So, yeah, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, my view is, 
every everyday Australian has the right to move employers. Yeah. You know, players are no different. Well, clubs will get rid of you in a heartbeat. And I'm, yeah. So I don't, yeah, I see like a lot of people saying, oh, players have too much power. And it's like, well, yeah, if you want to yeah. go somewhere and you get a trade done, why not? Like, yeah. It's just the fans, you know, they, they, they take it to heart. Absolutely. And, and, and they can. Like, they're, they're so passionately supporting a team. Like, if one yeah. of their big-name players... Oh, we ask them to. Like, we can't yeah, yeah. ask them to yeah. be 100% all in players, clubs, fans, media, and then the second, you know, something like this happens, we, yeah, we yeah. step back. I mean, we have to look at it objectively. Imagine mid-season trade opening up then. See, I still don't know where I sit on this. I know we've spoken about this on, on previous podcasts. I actually still don't know where I sit on the, the mid-season yeah. trade. Uh, I like the mid-season tr- draft. Yeah, that was good. I've, we saw a couple of players um, playing the finals and from yeah. that, I think. But mid-season trade is going to be a big one. And yeah. there's, there's got to be so many rules around that. And Yeah. Because um, what if 12 of your best 22 players put yeah. up hands? We've had, we've had surveys and there's like um, from the AFLPA, they're talking to us about like, how do you guys see this? And what's the, what's the raise the pros and cons? And we did like got the whiteboard going. Mm. And there's a lot on there about, you know, Ruckmans and it's always about Ruckmans and like losing Ruckmans and injuries and stuff and yeah. what a team's need key position players but it's obviously going to be around um, the the market where he, where highest paid players in your club probably can't leave as leave as willingly like because if you're losing losing a couple of players mid season then then goes your finals hopes another team stacks up um, they 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 are on the way to finals like save yeah. Geelong need more players like they don't need any more players Geelong because they've got everyone but yeah. It's just like it's a lot of pros and cons, and there's more cons and pros for that, I reckon. Yeah, I, I, I like it for the simple fact that if you're, if you're, you know, the, the second tier ruckman, and you just cannot break it into the side yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know you're behind Max Gorn, yeah, and there's an opportunity for you to go to a club that's seeking a ruckman, yeah. and you'd be playing regular footy. Those are the those are the type of situations I I appreciate and think. Yeah. Well, geez, we can give this kid an opportunity. He's clearly deserves to be playing a for footy. Poor guys behind Max Gorn or Brody Grundy. Yeah. Um, and Jared Witts was that, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, you, you saw well, Jared Witts was well, behind Grundy. got Stanley back, so yeah, like it's what just, happens there? Like, I just, it, it's it's just an interesting one. And mm. I, I look at, you know, if you said three years ago that Jared Witts was going to be a captain of an AFL team, well, you'd say how? Because he was behind Brody yeah, Grundy team? playing VFL. So, yeah. you know, there's opportunities like that that I think could come a lot earlier for someone yeah. like a Jared Witts instead of having to play t- to the end of the year, being able to see yeah. those opportunities mid-season. But... Uh, it's just it's such an interesting one. I don't know where I sit on it just yet, but the the trade period was really interesting. And I like the fact that for me, I, I'd like the I like the not so much the content and the news stories it brings, but I think it needs to be condensed. Like well, I, think I think we need to have a three day. Well, gives trade uh, obviously like they give give the media and publications some more shit to talk about. Mm. There's nothing happening during that time. Everyone's gone. Um, it's a pretty boring news week. They're hoping for someone to stuff up pretty much so they yeah. on their oh, papers. But seriously, it's it's honestly like nothing happens till the last day. And I, I was actually pretty surprised that Tim Kelly deal got done so quickly. I think they would have had it in their heads like it was going to happen regardless. Yeah. Um, he's not going to be happy here for another year. They they probably kept him. Said, look, we'll go for a grand final. Doesn't happen, then let's just split ways. So it was good for him. He's psyche and just to know that it was going to happen. And his family's obviously happy over there now. Just sorry about the Mal dies. Shout oh, out Tim yeah. Kelly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's a good bloke. Yeah. Had a few drinks in the Brownland night, so no, nah, he's a good fella. But yeah, and we I got we got a couple yeah. we got a couple of players in the trade. So what do you oh. think about that? So we got one of your boys, Calamachi. Yeah. He's uh, literally moved in two minutes down the road, so I'm catching yeah. up with him for breakfast today. So we'll see how we go. He's but a bit of a baller too, actually. I heard. Well, yeah. he he's like because we have a running group chat. There's about twenty of us in there. Who's in Brisbane right now? Oh yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'll put my hand up to play. And I was like, oh. The boy's going to see yeah. some black magic today, I reckon. Uh, so so we'll see how we go. Oh, um, we yeah, Calamachi. That was cool because. Um, Obviously, you pay more attention to what's happening at your club, what's going on. And when yeah. I saw 
they were going to get him. Like I said, I did a bit of homework. I haven't seen too much of him because he's been injured a fair bit during yeah, his career. Is that has. right? Yep, yep. So I, I know he's a super talent, top 10 draft pick. Um, I reckon we've got the best medical team in the country. So it'd be good to get him up here and get the best out of him. So um, him and his partner just moved up. Um, they lost their cat a couple of days ago when they're trying to move. Oh, you So he's going back and forth from the Goldie up here trying to find his cat. They uh, found it. Oh, so okay, they're up good. Here yeah. They're up here oh, now. Oh, so. sweet. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And we got him. So what? what's the inside word on him? Because you, you had him at Goldie. Yeah, I remember. So I remember um, being in Adelaide when the yeah. draft was on and, and that was the year that he was actually drafted. And yeah. I had a chance on the same night to meet his brother, Brendan. Yeah. Uh, and to a best people that you've ever met i mean they were just raised in a really nice household yeah uh, callum himself is um one of the nicest guys i think you'll ever meet he's such a good footballer and i think again him being a victim of circumstances injuries and yeah, then also yeah. maybe identifying what his role could be yeah. I, I see him playing as a halfback i mean you guys okay obviously yeah well no i'd love to have him like a little speedy gonzalez yeah off the, off the halfback well with hodgy now obviously moving forward there's opportunities mm. that, that present you know down back alongside rich and, and those guys but I, I think he provides some massive running carry. He's yeah, a great sweet. he's a great defensive forward as well. Um, I mean, his greatest strength is he's so versatile. Yeah. So I heard he's got a forty meter handball as well. Oh mate, he's a, he's a well. You got to remember, he was like pick seven or something. Yeah. You know, a couple of years yeah. ago, so he was he was a top pick. Um, and uh, he's a top talent, and I mean, he's he's such a good dude on and off the field. I can't wait to see him play for oh, Brisbane. I can't wait to catch up with him. Then he sounds like a fucking legend. Yeah, he's a he's a good dude. I, I, I'm I'm. You know, there's not too many times where I... I've never a, heard a you Suns. say a bad thing about someone, so let's well, be honest. Well, but, like, there's there's not too many players where, you know, you've left the Suns and go, oh, man, you know, I wish he'd stay. Yeah, like, yeah. obviously, the other guys. I kind of think for, for Callum, he needed a fresh start. Yeah. And I kind of think that, well, great the fact that he's staying in Queensland because I still get to <laughs> see him every the road, second week. Man, the road. Um, but he's 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 probably going to be someone who I think will, will, will do some really good things for Brisbane next year. That's awesome. That's a, that's a But spot. you also got... Um, we got we got uh, Cameron Ellis-Yolman, yeah. um, one of my good mates. So yeah. so tell me about him because yeah, you guys big, do know each other. Yeah, well, I know him pretty well. I know him through Charlie, obviously, in Adelaide when he was up there and Eddie Betts, yada, yada, those boys. Um, oh, so he's a big body midfielder. I think most people know he's a big body midfielder. He was kind of... Um, he had an ACL injury, so we we're, were looking at taking him about a year ago. Um, yeah. When he got, I think he got delisted and picked back up through Adelaide. So um, his knee obviously proved proved good last year. Played a lot of games, had a little niggle and at the back half, so missed a few games. But he's one of the most hardworking blokes. He's got the best rig I've seen going around. Oh, really? Blue eyes, um, tanned. Like he's, yeah. I think he's single now too. So ladies, if you're listening to podcasts, just oh, quickly wow. Google him. He he might be a uh, Available for a DM. He's, he's um, mingling, yeah. Yeah, he's just got back from America. He's in Adelaide packing his stuff now. He's back next week. But um, he's going to be a really good, um, you know, release player in the midfield for us. He can, he's a bull. He's like 6'2 or 3, I'm going to say. Yep. Probably 6'3, 90-something kilos, runs well. Like, he's really slick. So it's good to have him. And we got my boy Grant Birchall all the way from Hawthorne. Um, similar to the role to Hodgie, I guess. Probably yep. different leadership styles. But it's just good to have um, his knowledge and stuff around the club again because... I think Hodge is going to do like a 50-50 role, like a bit of um, leadership and development, a bit of backline stuff, and then do a bit of media on the side as well. So yep. it's okay. good to get Birch in. Um, as I said before, he had a bit of a niggle in his ankle, I think it was, and uh, you know we got Hodge. I think Hodge played a shitload of games for us, and yeah. everyone's saying he was done. So our medical team's up to scratch. Can't wait mm. to see him out there, the beautiful left foot of his. Tazzy boy, yeah. so obviously I, I loved him off the bat. Yeah, he's been quite forgotten the last couple of years, Grant Birchall. He's, he's got he's a four time. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> imagine that. Yeah. yeah, and now he's coming to the Sunshine State. Uh, yeah. He's going to feel fresh, get a good tan. Uh, no, I can't wait. I can't water. wait to see those boys training. Actually, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's a, no look, and it was a really interesting trade period. I mean, shit, like 
Eddie Betts? What do you think about Eddie Betts? Yeah, I'll, so that's what I was going to ask. Everyone's, I mean, everyone's on and off it. Like, everyone's like saying, oh, it's fairy tale finish. He's, you know, and the other one's saying, you know, he's washed up 30, 34, whatever it is, 30, yeah, 34, maybe? Yeah. I mean, people don't realize you can't write off champions. I mean, and, he's, and, a, he's a seriously good player. Like, and he he's doesn't still need it. a lot of the ball to do some no. incredible things on field. I, I reckon, mean, he, like, everyone's kind of seen that um, leadership in the older players and picking them mm. up. So, obviously, it's awesome him going back to the Blues and, you know, that's where he started his footies there for, like, what's. Eight or something years, maybe, maybe yeah. nine years. Who knows? Nine or six, yeah, maybe nine. Yeah. Um, did some amazing things down there. Finals footies down there. I think for him to go back, it gives the you know the Colton faithful that little bit of hope and stuff again, and a little bit of warmth and love for the club again. Like obviously yeah. they showed some good signs last year or this year, um, two thousand nineteen. Um, and then you know they recruited, I guess, pretty well. They tried to get you know Papley and a few other players mm. that didn't have eventuating, but they they got a lot of show next year and they're going to be really competitive. So. I think him going back there is great for that club. Um, and the membership sales are going to go through the roof. You were running around uh, the Vizzy Park, weren't you? Oh, well, yeah. Were <laughs> <laughs> you running around Vizzy Park? I was only oh, mucking around, yeah. I was down there doing some stuff, um, some gaming uh, at an f- f- event down there. And I was running, I did a hot lap of the Princess Park and I felt sick immediately when I was like started my 3K. Oh, yeah. So um, I did a couple couple drive-bys past the old, what's it, Vizzy Park? I don't know, Icon, Icon Park? Park? I don't Icon know Park, what it is. Sorry, Park, Princess yeah. Park, anyway, and I uh, put up a little sneaky video saying, Eddie, where you at? Yeah. But obviously, <laughs> I was at Inside World was going to get done. I think it was happened the day later, but yeah. no, nah, it's good for him, man. I'm happy for him. His family's going back down to Melbourne. That's where she's from, Wangaratta. Um, so it's good for him. Yeah, well, when he came up and, and, and spoke about, you know, the coming years and what footy's going to look like, I mean, yeah. he, he genuinely feels like there's... Uh, I mean, he told the people. I mean, he t- he believes he's got a couple. Of he does. He's going to give him something. Him. Like so, he's a, he's a hard worker. He looks after his body. He's, he's going to give him plenty. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Any other ones from the trade? Uh, well, the only one that I suppose I was probably primarily involved with was was Gary and playing on. Um, oh in, yeah, he got in another twenty. So yeah, can you so. run it? Could, I don't know if you're like you're going to give us all the information of your your chat no, at I mean, the end, but can, like, can, how, how did that go down? Like, this is an open book, yeah, man. Uh-huh. We, we, we don't hide anything from so the okay, people. You know this. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, it. It's so people's podcast. Um, <laughs> so obviously, I'll, I'll look. I'll say what I thought from the outside looking mm. in. Um, he had a good. I thought he had a good year. Could, could have been all Australian. Got suspended. You missed out on the squad. He missed out on the team. Yeah, yeah. Really? Exactly. Like, like, I yeah. can say that. He, he, he had a good. He had a good year, man. Obviously, had a couple like notable. Match review type stuff with his elbows and all that stuff, yep, but yep. man, he fucking defied all odds again. Like he's a, as you said, superstars of the game. He's got plenty. He's got plenty left in him. So how mm. did that go down with him? Did he was it like a? Did he already know he was going to go around again, or do you have a good think about it? Talk to the family. Yeah, I, I think when we when we we're talking about it during the finals campaign, so there was obviously two scenarios. He was going to call it a day, or, or he was going to play on again. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had got down to the grand final, I think there was every chance that that could have been his last game, given yeah. the fact that you know, if you win a premiership, you can go out um, on that. You can go out on. You can on, go out on, on your on your what's the shield? Yeah, you know, you can go out on your own terms, and mm. you know, you, you you leave the game at the highest point. Um, and I think for him, I mean, whether or not people regard him as the greatest of all time, he's in the conversation. So I don't think you can do any more in terms well, who's of who's him and his old man. Like fuck, that's pretty much the conversation. Yeah, Lee Matthews like, as well. Yeah, I mean, oh, he, he's he's in the room. You know, I mean, he's yeah. in the room with, yeah. with with the other greats. So I think for us, it was about okay. What is it that you see the next twelve months looking like? And yeah. you know, he, he had a, a really long think about it. And, and to be honest, I actually had no idea where the decision was going to come from because yeah, yeah. again, there were so many moving factors to it. But by the time uh, you know he made his decision and 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 told me, you know, we sat down and, and worked out how we were going to actually echo it because my view was in, in his eyes, if he in, in his mind, if he knew that this was going to be his last season, well, 
let's let's communicate that as well. Yeah, it's yeah. not just about extending and then having the speculation. So, what, so breaking news like next year's last. This, yeah, this is it. This oh, is it. Shit. Absolutely, this is it. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, you know, he could win the Brownlow, Norm Smith, and, and this and is that's it. it. So that's this is this is it. So, um, you know, I think for him, it gives him a chance now to to, to have one last big crack at it. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. He's so they're, committed. They're, they're going to be up in the conversation again, aren't they? Like, they're yeah. Fucking, oh. They got Jack Stephen. Who else mm. did they get down there? Uh, they got Josh Jenkins last yeah, minute. That's right. That was a yeah. very I last saw, minute. I saw that. That was a that was Paddy, Paddy Dangerfield um, doing, wasn't it? He, yeah. He apparently wanted him down there. Fair, like, when, he, he, when he then got the thrown fans. up, he's like getting down here. Yeah. So they got a couple of other players and they, and they lost. I, I guess Wally Buzzer went to, the one of the younger players went to Port Adelaide. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, like, I'm happy he's going around again. He's got so much to offer. And if he plays such a good year like that, it'd be stupid to hang him up. Like, yeah. That's what I believe. But it doesn't feel like it's a money thing with him. Obviously, he's going to make money post-foot. He doesn't really yeah. give a shit about that. So I think it's about that success. And oh, he, and he, yeah. I reckon he'll be wrapped. Winning one there, going to Gold Coast, doing what he does there. Mm. Um, made, it, made it a destination club that's in some ways. And like, he got a few players up there. Didn't work out for everyone, but for yeah. him it did. Came back, win a grand final. Tick that off. Yeah, I mean, his best football... Would have been on the Gold Coast, yeah. you know, when when he was getting tagged every and week. And he was Brownlow's favourite till he bucketed his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. I think he lost by two votes in the end of Matthew Prittis. Yeah, um, that's ridiculous. When, he, when, when, when Prittis won. So, you know, I think I think for him, it's certainly not a money contest. Like, yeah. really, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it has nothing to do with money. But, um, you know, for him, it, it's about, you know, getting the most out of the, the game and, and understanding that for him, he gets to now celebrate, um, you know, his last year with the fans and the people and I suppose be able to himself hopefully appreciate it as well. Cause I think that when you know that there's a, an end point, maybe you get to appreciate it a little bit yeah, more yeah. as well. So yeah. Um, yeah, this is it. That's so 2020, true. this is it. So how, do, how do you look on the active vacay? Do you look good? It looked fresh, man. He's, he's, he's all right. Yeah, he looked fresh. He was fit. Um, uh, you know, Stevie J as a, as a touchdown <laughs> came up as well. Uh, not looking as fit as, no, as he no, used no, to, no. but, Wait, is he coaching? Any, is he still coaching? GWS. GWS. Yeah, yeah. So he's still up with GWS, but, uh, no, nah, he, he's still in, in, in great Nick and, um, and, uh, yeah, no, I suppose for, for him, that was kind of his first week of preseason yeah. when, we, when we launched a retreat, but, um, no, he's fit, ready to go. So it should be, it should be a good um should, I'm excited for 2020 not, oh, not yeah. just for I'm talking about it. in terms of the competition I mean the, yeah, the amount of movement be, I don't, I, you don't know like I hate it when I see predictions now like because they, they mean f- like fuck all really Nothing, like, yeah, you don't know yeah. anything until like yeah. round one round two like even the first three rounds like teams well Gold Coast that won like what the first two out of three I think yeah and then lost the last 18 yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. what I mean like, any yeah. can hap- like anything can happen like Team, like, so that's why I hate seeing predictions because no one knows anything. Like yeah. you, you can put up the favourites like you know Geelong, Sydney have always been the finals, but they miss it last year. But you got them, you got Collingwood. You know who can jump up the ladder. So that's that's the thing that I want to see. Like yeah. I think Carlton win a few more games. And who comes out? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, there's a stat saying that like um, two teams out of the top eight always come out, and four teams are like some some percentage. So mm. there's going to be two teams out of that eight, and yeah. there's going to be two new ones in there. So it's 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 going to be good, and yeah. hopefully like um, you know we can really improve our, our list, which I thought we have. Um, and we've got another preseason under phase, his game plan. That's a thing, like, every club's different with their preseasons, mm-hmm. like where they're at in their finals, um, where they're at in, their, in terms of their um, development and stuff. And obviously this is our f- probably fourth year with Fag, so yep. we're getting deeper and deeper into our game plan. Like last year we got to practice a lot more because we had another year under our belt with him. So yep. uh, I'm looking forward to what this preseason has for us. And, and obviously, there's a little sour taste in our mouth from the finals. It didn't go the way we wanted to, but it's a great experience for us. And I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to next year, like already. Do you look at what's happened to Adelaide yeah. after their grand final 
and then even Melbourne to an extent, you know, this yeah, year. Yeah, the, and, the and, Melbourne and scenario is what kind of plays on your mind a little bit because, yeah. you know, that they shocked the footy community with that year. That they made Took the, the world by storm. Yeah, mate. by the prelim. Yeah. And then a lot of punters had them for, like, winning the grand. I, I, I haven't said Melbourne will yeah. be right there next year for yeah. the grand final. Yeah. Um, and to see them where they dropped off. And the, there's, like, a numerous amount of things. And um, you know, I guess they had a lot of injuries in the preseason and they didn't get a lot of players from surgery back for a while. And then, the, you know, once you hit that slump, it's pretty hard to get out of. So, yeah. I guess that's what's on not just my mind, but probably you know the footy world. Like I don't want to see us be out there and then drop down. So that's what keeps us going for pre. It can't happen to anyone really. Yeah. Even Adelaide, like you're talking about Adelaide, miss like play the grand final and then didn't make the eight next year. Yeah. So you know they've yeah. they've got a lot of stuff going on at Adelaide as well. They have got a new coach, some players stayed, um, some players left. Like yeah. it's going to be like they're a whole new team pretty much next yeah. year. So it's, it's it's that's what I mean. It's interesting to see what's going to happen next year. Yeah, it, it, it should be. Um, no, it should be an exciting. It should be an exciting twenty twenty vision, baby. Yeah, we're uh, we're coming through. It's a it's an exciting year, and I think um, I think from from our perspective, I mean, when you when you look back at twenty nineteen, and particularly for for your club, I mean. There, there must be so much confidence that you can take away from, you know, not just how you guys perform, but how you guys developed as a culture yeah, and as a yeah. group. And, you know, every week, I mean, we kept joking about it. Oh, finals? Are we, are finals, we finals, saying finals, the F word? But, but, you know, it got to a point where it wasn't even about finals. You guys were actually building a winning culture yeah. that, um, I suppose, for yourself, you probably hadn't been part of for, for some time. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess my last finals campaign was probably like 2013, I reckon. So mm. it was it was great to get back there and taste that. Like, the gabba was fucking crazy yeah. like it was going off i was there mate the richmond yeah. game like when i was warming up yeah. like doing some center bounce work i was just like oh yeah this is crazy um yeah a lot of a lot of take out from the obviously like it's disappointing we didn't win a final and you know we lost the gws by three points i did my hammy in the richmond game mm. the richmond final you know we had more scoring shots we just couldn't capitalize on the scoreboard like i, I watched like a bit of the game the other day and, and like at half time like i think we're in front yeah. So we obviously we got pants in the third quarter, kicked like eight goals, and that was it. But the two teams we played playing the grand final, so it's kind of good to know that we lost against the grand finals teams. But it also it pisses you off that they both played and it when it could have yeah. been us. So, yeah. um, you know, we had a, no excuses. We had a lot of young players who were learning the, along the way, and mm. even the older players like Hodgie, like he retired after having a great final series. Like yeah. it's great for our team to experience those finals campaign and. Um, it's only going to be better for us if we make it again next year. So looking forward to that. But this year's been great. Like we finished our second last and we went to uh, maybe finished 15th or something and then went yep. to second. So that was great. But you don't want to rest on that. You don't want to be happy with that because then you're going to get um, complacent and you're just going to go down the shitter. So yeah, I'm looking forward to our preseason. And yeah, a lot to take out of this year. I was so proud of the boys. <clears throat> the coach, Faye's got Coach of the Year Award. Um, we had a three guys in the All-Australian team. Like, a lot of take out of it. And mm. we're going to get a couple of good players on draft again because we've got some picks there. So, looking forward to it. It's going to be fun getting back and getting into it. How do you approach the summer? Because I... I, I <laughs> Sunscreen. I, 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 Sunscreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I revealed on this podcast that... Uh, and I wasn't breaking confidences when I said that. Uh, there was a reporter locally that said to me that you were pretty pissed off during last preseason given <laughs> that's been the thing uh, eh? just given the fact that you know you didn't really know where um you, you stood in yeah. terms of um just the, the playing group but now knowing that you've locked down that wing position and knowing yeah. where you know you're such a core part of the fabric of that football club you know how do you actually approach this summer knowing that you know you've got the stability the security and, and the understanding of where you fit within the team and and then obviously you know i know from yourself as a competitor you want to come back and get better and make yeah, sure yeah. that you don't rest in your laurel so how do you how do you approach the summer and, and to make sure that, you know, you kind of tick those boxes and at the same time you don't lose what you've actually been gaining as well? Um, yeah, it's a tough one. Like, obviously I'm going into my 12th preseason, so I've got an understanding of what works for me. Um, 
you know, last two years I've completed pretty much you know, 90% of the sessions. So which is like you want to aim for getting out there as much as you can. Um, obviously, everyone's got a different program in, in the preseason, which they've you know developed over years and understanding your body and knowing what works for you and stuff. So the conditioning staff, the high-performance team, they know what works for you. And mm. for me, I just want to keep getting better. I've got a, a year under my belt on the wing roll, so I understand what the patterns are from there, my setups, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, if you get comfortable, someone's going to take your spot. So yeah. I, obviously I was in the B team. We got Jared Lyons locking Neil in in the midfield. They just kicked me out. I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. Um, that sounds great. So obviously I was annoyed. And then Fagus obviously sat me down and said, look, mate, um, you know, it's just for synergy. We want to get these players. I'm going to the belt. Um, Lincoln McCarthy came back. And he was, you know, mm, coming off yep. injury. So he was forward. I lost that spot too. Charlie Cameron came back from injury. So anything can happen in preseason. And we saw this year, like Archie Smith was – Dominating preseason mm. all year, all, all preseason, like dominating the ruck. Steph was injured, came back um, probably like January, and then they were like doing some massive battles, and then Steph played the whole year. Like yeah. st- anything yeah. can happen. Like preseason, as an older player, I just want to kind of help out the younger blokes with uh, all the structures running, getting fitter, what works for me. Because me and Huey developed a really good relationship this year just by being wing partners and obviously yep. the locker buddies too. But I, I just want to get out get my fitness up again and now I know what my, my role is and stuff, I can kind of focus in on that and do some more footage and understanding of how I can get better in those roles. So a lot of players just want to – they're a little bit wiggy now because you're coming off um, off-season, you know, you've been eating a lot of junk food, you've been drinking piss, you've been doing all that kind of stuff. But obviously we've been doing our own specific programs as well. So everyone's kind of wanting to get back and get stuck into it, but you're also, yeah. you know, enjoying your time off. But no, I'm, I'm looking forward to man. Like another person on the bill. I've got two years up here, so – Looking forward to see what we can do. Hopefully, taste some more success in the club and um, go from there. But no, nah, preseason is going to be great. Absolutely, and two more years of this. You know, we've got two the more years of the show, podcast. Man. Who knows what's going to happen? It's, Who it's knows, summer, man? We're coming. So we're going to be doing this over the summer. We're going <laughs> to be yeah, yeah. We're going to be checking in every uh, every week or every yeah. second week whenever you're free. I'm free, so I'm, I'm free, I'm, baby. I'm so the people have asked for us to run it back, so we're yeah. running it back. This is going to be. Uh, we'll yeah. do a draft one too. We'll, we'll go through mm. the draft and maybe do like a mock draft or something like that and see how we go. We'll yeah. go watch on the TV if you want. Yeah, so I'll pick my team and you pick your yeah. team. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. See what gets ticked off. Absolutely, but now this is this is so we're running it back. We've obviously. You know, really proud that we can partner with Telstra and yeah. Seven AFL to, yeah. to sort of bring this together. Also, and, sure, um, microphone audios. So we've got some good people on board. I'm looking forward to what we can produce. But nah, it's good to be back, mate. Thank you for coming up the highway again. I know you're going to get back and do your thing with uh, exclusive insight. But appreciate you coming up. Um, it's good to be back. It is back in the OG room as we all started here. So um, look out for big things. But um, now nah, we'll do this once a week from now on and go from there. But. Cheers, brother. man. See you next week, hey? That is Rip Through a Podcast episode. I don't know what it's going to be called, but it's one of them. So. Summer edition. Summer edition. <laughs> What's it? So fresh. So, so fresh. fresh. 2019. <laughs> no, thanks, mate. Uh, uh, Got it. Uh, yeah.